How you doing on this freaking Wednesday morning? This is Black Shy Guy entering Shy Town with season two, episode four. I'm back from my trip for Punta Gana. It was amazing. I got a lot of things to tell you, but before I get into details and also to catch up on some entertainment news and gaming news. Go get that tall boy. Go get your favorite drink inserted into that tall boy and come join me at my table. And as always, thank you for sitting at my table. Punta Cana, let me tell you, it was amazing. It was amazing. And um, I enjoyed every minute, uh, every minute of it. I did. I did. But there are certain things that happened in Punta Cana. <coughs> Excuse me. That was very disappointing during my return. First off, the two delayed flights on my return were horrific. Horrific. Um, one of my delayed flights, which was me landing in the city of Washington and having to be in the airport for eight hours till I finally caught my flight was utterly 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 notoriously brutal i lay down on the airport floor just to try to get comfortable it was totally uncomfortable it was the most uncomfortable the most exhaustion i was i was so exhausted i, I was i was tired like i could my body couldn't I couldn't sit still. Not even when I finally got on a plane. I couldn't sit still because my body was so fidgety because it just wanted to lay down. It just wanted to lay down. I mean, I left Punta Cana on Monday. Finally got home. I left Punta Cana on Sunday. Finally got home Monday night, almost into Tuesday early morning. You understand what I'm saying? It was brutal. It was so brutal. And what topped it off to me also, right, was not only was the trip that in, in my the return trip that brutal. I also ended up catching COVID. Okay, I knew I felt I felt weird. I I, ne I never I never caught COVID, right? And I'm sure now I never caught COVID because I never felt like this. Right? And um, so now I can't return back to work till Monday, which sucks. You know? Um, I wanted to get back to work. You know? You don't make money if it's not overtime, honestly. So now I'm not to return to work till Monday, which sucks. I, I, I hate I hate it. I hate that. So now I'm home. I might as well do like three episodes of podcast this week just to catch up on everything that's been going on. It's been insane since my trip to Punta Cana. So many things has been happening and it's it's crazy. I don't even know where to start. And my heartbreak is not being able to talk to you guys. You know what I mean? Um, if you follow me on my Instagram and everything, you would have been able to see my Punta Cana trip. If you've been following me on TikTok, you'll be able to see it there also. I don't insert my um, trips and stuff like that on my on my um, Twitter. But it, like I said, if you follow me on Instagram, also my Facebook page, the Facebook group, 
I was gonna put my putakana picture trips down on that one, but I said let me just keep it on my Instagram. So uh, go on my Instagram. You can follow me, and you can see the pictures, and you can see what how, how the, the things I've did, and uh, how much me and my family enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Going back home was pretty nice, but uh, catching cover was not nice. <laughs> I mean, wow, my body, like, listen. It's not a good feeling, okay? It's not a good feeling. And like I said, let me commence from where I was about to start till I was really interrupted by myself and went left. Um, I felt kind of chilly. That's how it started. Like, I, I, I was getting chills. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, why am I feeling so chill? You know what I mean? I was getting cold for no reason. And then, it didn't end there. I started coughing. And then that's when I'm like, okay, um, I didn't think COVID. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm coming down with something. I think I'm coming down with sickness. This sucks. And it started happening in the second to last day of my trip in Punta Cana. Like it was my second to last day. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening now. And then I started feeling better after I took two Tylenols. Like my bottles, my body settled, but I guess it, 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 it kind my body was kind of getting used to the covid like it was it was finally fighting back like it was like all right we got this you know so my body was settling so instead of me being droopy and being and um i wasn't in bed like a lot of most people were when they got covid the first time like they were in bed and they didn't get up i don't know i'm just i'm never the person to stay in bed so I was fighting, even though how no matter how tired I was, I was up and about, you know what I mean? But unfortunately, I didn't know it was COVID, you know? I didn't know it was COVID at all. So obviously down there, there was no tests and stuff that you could just buy off the back. And if there was, I, I, I can only imagine the test probably would have costed $100 because... The the, the 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 dollar the dollar amount value over this so it's so crazy so um all in all after i got back from my horrific return trip dealing with american airlines um um i finally got home brought a test brought a home test took it came out positive i said you know what let me wait six hours let me test myself again just want to confirm it before i call my job and start a whole bunch of ruckus so i retested myself came out positive again i said okay i i got covid or usually when i was looking at some youtube videos which a lot of people always say don't listen to every single youtube video but i said you know what let me at least put it out there that i may be positive with covid so i called my job my job said okay um it's all right you know what i mean go get tested in your local clinic just to get it documented by the pda so i went to the clinic um got in my car drove to the clinic being positive with covid may i add because i did not want to leave i don't i didn't want to get anybody infected you know so my daughter's not even here she's with mom because i just don't want her to catch the covid so all in all i went to the clinic got tested finally got the results this early morning and when i got the results this early morning i texted it to my boss who my boss is really cool you know what i mean and my 
lead supervisor he's really cool so i sent them the information and everything they said all right you don't come back till monday you know we want to make sure um you, you don't infect anybody and when you do come back monday i gotta come back wearing a mask so it's no big deal just go back wear a mask or whatever the case may be <coughs> so so yeah people shy guy is has covid so i'm fighting this and doing this podcast so bear with me you know what i mean i just wanted to talk to you guys because i haven't spoken to you guys in a while and i see a lot of things happening in the entertainment business and in the gaming situation that i really wanted to talk about really quick and hit each and every topic quickly and move on to the next this way i can at least cover it until i make a full out episode upon what i'm gonna be talking about and what i want to tackle first is the she hoax series which has been getting a lot of controversy down the middle and listen i know you guys have heard me before in the other podcast that i can't wait for she hoax i can't wait for the show and i knew that um the wokeness of it all was gonna kill the um the 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 image of the show like it came out at the wrong time the fact that everybody is seeing any character that is a female being a lead role be considered as woke it has come out at the wrong time but not only that from a lot of reviews there's a lot of feminism in that show I mean, so much that females that are also feminists are stating that it's too much even for them. So that worries me. I'm like, wow. The fact that the show has a lot of feminism um, situations going on within the show that even ladies who are feminists are being turned off by it that is very troublesome you know i mean even for someone like me who can't wait for the show that is kind of scary like holy crap like i mean what what am i gonna be watching and um i also seen um reviews from grace randolph from beyond the trailer if you don't know her grace randolph beyond the trailer she's very well known in the youtube market um, she reviews entertainment movies, whatever. So I I, I took my time and took a, uh, a look at her review. And she's a full-time feminist. That's why sometimes she gets on my nerves sometimes. And because um, she's so feminist. But even she was turned off by it a little. And she said that it was going to turn a lot of people off. And, and she described it as a, a big f- floppy mess in the first two episodes. So I'm kind of concerned because... Grace was not the only one that stated that it, it seems to be among all the reviews concerning this series and <coughs> it seems to be that Marvel is willing to put out anything and like Grace said they're wanting to pull out anything because people will know they know people will watch it just because it's a Marvel film they they they, 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 they that's what they believe that it's a marvel film people are gonna watch it so i'm like listen <laughs> listen i'm not a robot 
I'm not gonna put out anything you watch. That's why I didn't watch Miss Marvel. I I didn't believe in Miss Marvel, and I stood corrected when I tried to watch two episodes of that thing. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't even finish it. It was it was unbearable. I couldn't watch it. And um, She Hulk seems to be on the same 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 premise premises. Like it, it seems to be. It seems to be hated and loved. And it's sad because She-Hulk is, <coughs> excuse me, She-Hulk is one of the characters that, that I can't wait for. I can't wait. I, I couldn't wait for this character. I couldn't wait for, I couldn't wait for her. Like, I mean, I'm glad she's here. And I believe in the future when all of this is passed, when she's finally in a movie, when the CGI can be taught, taught, taught 10 times better than what it is in the show because some people complain about the cgi also or whatever and i believe she will shine even better but right now she's gonna take the full the full plummet she's gonna take the brutal assault from a lot of people who considers this show woke and a lot of people who considers this this series over 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 exaggerated with a lot of feminism situations lines etc whatever you want to call it it's just gonna be it's just gonna be muddied it's already muddied i mean people are dogpiling on this show and i don't think it's gonna be received well <coughs> it premieres tomorrow august 18th and um i don't think it's gonna be received well unfortunately i'm gonna watch it i'm definitely gonna watch it no matter what because she hulk despite miss marvel i couldn't wait for she hulk and she's finally here so i'm gonna give her the opportunity i'm gonna give her the benefit benefit of the doubt yes i know for a fact that i may be watching a lot of feminism situations that i'm it's gonna turn me off it might turn me off to the it might turn me off to the point of me not even finishing the series maybe maybe but i know that the fact that i love she hulk it might keep me watching despite despite that situation i might keep on watching hoping it gets better and i did hear that it does get better by episode four so i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt but the fact that i have to wait all the way to episode four and so on is very disappointing and um i don't know i think she hulk flops i think it it seriously flops and um i think she's only gonna have a cult fans watching it and that's that's all we can get from it uh, um that, that's all we can get from she hulk right now and um let me i mean hopefully you guys give it a chance if you don't give it a chance and i, I understand why because i mean look at the reviews i mean look at the reviews it's getting destroyed and the people who are praising it are the people that obviously are just catering to it i mean they're not being honest but yeah, that's my um situation with dealing with She-Hulk and what I heard with dealing with She-Hulk. But hey, we're all going to experience it tomorrow, so make sure you enjoy it. And now we dive into Ezra Miller finally apologizing for his, theor his theatrics and his actions as of late. And I believe it's, I believe it's too late. Um, Everybody is, everybody should be given should be forgiven you should never hold a grudge for forever it's just 
is just pointless to hold a grudge forever. It just destroys you from the inside out. So to hold a grudge against Ezra Miller it, it, is is just is is just stupid. It, it, I mean, he's just a star that possibly ruined an upcoming film that probably could have propelled the DC universe to to greater proportions, and he just killed it with his um, theatrics outside of the film industry. And um, he apologized finally. So hopefully he gets his life back together. Hopefully, his, his we all know he's been dealing with something. He's been dealing with something. Um, I don't know exactly. So I'm not gonna get to lying. I don't know exactly what he's been dealing with. Whether it's a death in the family, or whether it was a close death in the family, or whether he lost someone and he doesn't know how to deal with it. It was something close to what we call death so i don't know so we all know that what that does to us you know we all know all of us ha handles it differently so he does have a really good excuse if that is the case because a lot of people deal with death differently especially if it's someone who is really close to you and it, it, it just can break you and a lot of people can't handle it a lot of people just dive into alcoholism just to try to escape the memory and thoughts of that person being lost. And Ezra Miller obviously went down a rabbit hole that it was hard to climb out of. And it seems like he's not out of the rabbit hole yet. He's almost out of the rabbit hole, let's say that. Um, I won't even say I, almost out of the rabbit hole. Let's say he's starting to get his, pick, his pickaxe. His climbing gear and he's about to start to climb back out of the rabbit hole let's say that <coughs> because he's finally come out and apologized did that save his future with dc and wb no it did not i think the flash will be his last film you will not see him in another dc movie ever again after everything that has happened i think he will not be the flash after this i think he's done He's done. I don't think WB and the, and the new owner of the of the um um WB is gonna deal with his um theatrics. He's he's not gonna deal with it. I think Ezra Miller is done, and I'm honestly personally doesn't bother me at all because I really didn't like him as the Flash to begin with. I just tolerated him. I I did not like the way his Flash ran. I did not like it at all. Um, but I did get used to him. I did get used to him. I did start liking him a little. But now all it is, when he just captured my heart, all of a sudden he's doing this. I'm like, get this guy out of here. You know what I mean? So um, it, it didn't take long for me to lose love for him. So so I'm glad that um, they're finally um, moving on. I, I believe they're moving on. There's no way they're, they're, they're keeping him. There's no way they're keeping him. So there's a lot of talk about this whole situation going on with The Flash and if Michael Keaton is actually getting kicked out because, listen, Catwoman was debunked. The Flash movie, they don't even know what they really might do with it. You know what I mean? They don't know if they might debunk the film, put the show, put the film on the streaming network or whatever. But now we know that Ben Affleck is going to be the Batman in the in the Aquaman film and all of that. So I don't know if Michael Keaton is out as the Batman completely or what, but who cares? I don't know. Uh, listen, 
So for people who are so infatuated of Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, why? The guy is how many years old? He cannot move like the Batman. Why do you guys want to see him back as Batman? What, to see him in the costume and be full of nostalgia and be like, oh, look, he's back. He looks nice in the suit, but he can't move. He can't flip. He can't do anything. Why would you want to see Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton was the Batman good a good batman back then but i mean let's move on let's let's stop trying to hold on to the old ass batman and yes he was a good batman hold on let me just take a drink of my water please mm. Mm. uh yes he was a good batman back then absolutely he was a good batman back then but come on after having these amazing batmans as of late i mean I don't even think about Michael Keaton anymore. Let's be honest. Let's stop it with the, oh, Michael Keaton is back. And uh, let's be honest. Man. I mean, it's nothing wrong with being honest, folks. I like Michael Keaton too, but come on. Come on. Like, I like Robert Pattinson way more than what I've seen from Michael Keaton's Batman. I, I'm sorry. my Robert Pattinson to me was better than him. Christian Bell was awesome. And um, Batflick, he was a good Batman. I just think the problem with Bath with Batflick's Batman was he told a bit too many jokes to be a Batman. You know what I mean? Like Batman Batman tell Batman tells jokes <coughs> randomly. Like out of random. He'll tell a joke. But he'll have the serious face while he tells it. Sometimes he'll burst a smirk. And the end of it oh he'll turn around so people won't know he's smiling like that's batman and bat and to me ben affleck's batman was just too open with his jokes and stuff and just didn't feel batman like but that's why i really like robert patterson's batman he's always so serious he was never in a joking mood he, he yes he did uh, uh uh certain certain comments to catwoman whatever but he always was in a joke non-joking move so that's the situation with the batman and the ezra miller and stuff like that the other stuff i really want to talk about i mean i don't know if you guys noticed but i've i've just noticed that um the last ronin was released and an animated um version of the last ronin was released which um basically um the Ninja Turtles died. Every all four of them, all four of them, including Casey Jones and Master Splinter. And I read that comic. And holy shit, man! I mean, I didn't know. I maybe this is really old, but um, it, when I type it down, right? Um, maybe I didn't notice because I just wasn't paying attention. But they died, and that comic. That comic, holy crap, man! I tell you, it's it's amazing. It's amazing <coughs> that I mean, you the, the way and and I hope I don't know if this is a this can't be a what if. It's because the way the future is, right? And um, obviously this this had to be like a year old because there's a cover date of february 2021 on february let me see when the comic was 
released if you guys know it um and you're in my group on facebook you can actually um let me know when this actually released but this talks about this talks about basically this is the star the beginning to the end of the ninja turtles they they all die they all die um they all die pretty bad honestly they they died honorably though they died like turtles and when you and, and, and when you read this comic this comic right it this tosses out all the funny gimmicks that you got from the ninja turtles on saturday morning remember when they were jokey and they were making fun and when they fought the, the first soldiers they were they never really hurt them they never really injured them or anything no this one is brutal <coughs> this one the turtles was killing the turtles were taking heads off like they were not playing and and the last ronin i don't want to kill it for people who didn't read it or whatever but I'm, I'm assuming majority of you guys know about it already but the last ronin is one of the turtles who's the last one standing and that's why they call it the last ronin because he's the last turtle and is the least turtle you expected that stepped up at the last moment for all his family his brothers his father and his friends and um stepped up and um and 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 finally avenged him he he avenged him and i don't know I, it was emotional it, it was like it was it was it was really heartbreaking to see how they died you know what i mean and it almost was like they had to die someday because the last one that takes place after the end of, end of shredder bebop and rocksteady all of them are, are dead you know so <coughs> this deals with shredder's actually shredder's grandson um being the leader of the foot and this deals with um it, it deals with that so how ahead into the future is this you know what i mean that means the turtles are actually really old you know what i mean so i mean i don't know if by total standards they're old but i mean by human standards we, we would think they're old and um it was a very uh, interesting comic to read it was a series there's a couple of books but obviously in, in the world we live in today you can actually find the series on youtube and actually you know what i mean look look and find it you know what i mean but i mean it's it's they even got the last one the animation um made up it's only about three minutes long it shows um, a turtle um about to um suicide himself and we all know who knows who the last one i'm gonna just say the turtle i don't think i'm disrespecting anyone um, because if you don't know the last Ronin yet, I, I I just can't believe you won't know. But the last Ronin, it was Michelangelo, is the turtle. You can't know it's Michelangelo because he's not wearing his insignia color. He's not wearing his orange color. He's wearing black, so you don't know which turtle he is. So, and the fact that he's not his uppity ippity, you won't think it's Michelangelo because he's all serious. He's all out for blood you know what i mean and it's just wow it's just an emotional 
roller coaster. Make sure you check out The Last Ronin. And um, I wonder if they're going to make a movie about it. That would be a really great movie to see The Last Ronin in movie style just to end the turtles. And um, that was a surprising um thing I had to walk into. It, it, it's crazy. It was a surprising <coughs> feeling walking into the walking into the turtles like that seeing them fight the way they were fighting in that comic seeing them kill the way they were killing it's crazy the way they died too was crazy but make sure you check it out you know but when i went to my trip to putacana guys right there was a certain book that came out it was it, it was the latest book from the legend of Drizzt series right the latest book from the legend of Drizzt series I was so surprised that it came out just in time for my trip. Glacier's Edge by R.A. Salvatore. Oh, I'm going to tell you guys, if you don't read The Legend of Drizz, I don't know what you're doing. That's another thing I wanted to talk about because, and I'm not going to talk about the book. I'm not going to ruin it because I know there's a lot of people reading it right now as we speak, and I'm up to chapter 25. And... The book is amazing. Really slow paced because they they start in Menzo Barons Menzo Barons on excuse my pronunciation because this COVID throw is killing me. So they start in Menzo Barons on and it, it, it starts really slow after that. You know, you don't even really get to see the ordeal of what the others are going through. If you didn't read the last book, you won't know what I'm talking about. So I'm not even gonna mention it. But um Glacier's Edge by R.A. Salvatore has been released. So if you do read, if you do read the Legend of Driss novel, that latest novel has been released. Make sure you copy your copy, whether it's audible, printed, whatever. You, you, if you don't copy, you're missing out on a great book. It's it's a great book. Once again, it's also nostalgic, and I don't know. <laughs> Driz, I'm not even gonna say nothing. Did, did. Driz is something else. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> yeah, he, he's something else. But um, <coughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, Driz is something else. But I see that Modern Warfare too, right? I see the campaign trailer has been released, right? And the campaign trailer of uh, Modern Warfare 2 looks amazing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The Modern Warfare 2 trailer looks utterly amazing. I mean... I mean... The campaign tra- I, I don't know. It looks great. I mean, how the, how the multiplayer is going to play is what I'm concerned about. Um, Because... Jesus, this is killing me. They have to change a couple of um things, man, because I got the cheating and everything that's going on in Call of Duty. It's just cheating is really killing the multiplayer experience in a lot of games. That's what's killing Apex right now. The cheating is just relentless. These people stop at nothing just to win a game. It's like 
when you get outplayed it's like did i get outplayed by a really good player or did i get outplayed by a cheater and then when you look at it and you look at the kill cam and you really look at what they did and you're like wait a minute this looks way too suspect and it's just cheating has been getting has been getting popularized again it's like people love cheating it's like they can't get enough of it <coughs> i don't know i mean um modern warfare looks promising but got, they gotta put a cap on the cheating man they gotta do something i mean apex they are cheaters but apex do respond quickly and decisively on cheaters for most of the part for most of the part let me say that for most of the part they respond quickly but they they do respond and call of duty has been bad with it they have been bad with it and that's why it, I, I got pulled away from call of duty i got i just got pulled away from it i'm gonna come back with modern warfare too i am but i'm definitely gonna um give super people a chance because i'm gonna pull away from these large multiplayer um triple a titles because they just seem i don't know if they're full of themselves that's why they don't attack the cheating situations quickly because they know people will still play but it's getting is it, it it's getting it's getting annoying it is it's just getting annoying i don't know but i wonder what you guys been doing this last week while i was on vacation i really apologize for <coughs> me being gone but i did tell everybody i was gonna be gone so if you do follow my podcast you knew i was gonna be gone for like a week and that i was gonna return and i did do a slow return it's wednesday and i'm just coming back and i'm coming back doing this podcast while i have covid so I should be in bed, but I'm in front of my I'm in front of my three monitor PC fired up doing this podcast, trying to run a straight through conversation about different topics that I heard that interested me. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I wish it could be longer. I wanted it to be longer, but my throat is really killing me, guys. It's like really killing me and it's not I'm not getting better. I'm not getting better by continuing talking. I got to relax my throat. I'm going to make me some tea right now. Uh, and and then relax. Probably watch some... Um, I don't know. What, what show came out? There was a show that came out that I was going to watch. I don't know. And I just seen it. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to say the name of the show. You know what? I'm going to share with you. I got to share with you guys. I got to be honest and truthful with my fan base. I'm going <coughs> to... I've been watching P-Valley. I don't know why, but that show is lit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not lying to you. I've been watching P-Valley, and I'm hooked now. And I, I'm going to watch the season two right now. So I don't know if you guys have been watching P Valley and then 50 Cent's um other drama show finally started releasing started releasing um the Canaan season two I'm gonna watch that and then I got Hope tomorrow so despite me not being able to return to work till next Monday I got those shows to entertain me I got the new season of Apex to entertain me I got two more podcast episodes to entertain me that I'm going to release this week also and it's a good thing 
<laughs> well, thank you for joining me. This is Black Shy Guy. I hope I didn't bore you with my trip to Putacana. And make sure you have me in your prayers. Make sure um, I just want to make sure I recover really quick from this COVID situation. And I thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Peace. Large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean